You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. A few years ago, I was shopping at Nordstrom Rack. I know, what can I say? I'm a fancy guy. Um, I said I was shopping there. I didn't say I actually bought anything. Anyway, all of a sudden, a guy comes over to me, and we're by the tie section. So the tie section is basically a bunch of ties on, like, a pretty low table. So a random guy approached me and put on the table a green pair of pants, and on top of that, he put a bright orange shirt. And he looked at me and asked me, excuse me, do you think this looks like a carrot? And at first, I wanted to just laugh. I thought it was funny. I thought it was silly. I thought he was maybe joking. I thought he was going to pull out the joke button and say, ah, laugh now. But he wasn't. He was being serious. And, 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 I, and I, you know, I took a step back and if he's asking me a serious question, I'm going to give him a serious answer. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Really, it doesn't. It does not look like a carrot because, you see, a carrot is green on top and orange on bottom. And here, the the shirt is orange and that's on top and the pants are green and that's on bottom. And so it's an upside-down carrot. It's not really a carrot. If it was a carrot, it would be the other way around. It should be the green shirt and the orange pants. Little did he know, I was thinking in my head, wow, like, all you've got to do is get this guy some brown, you know, beige shoes and it'll be hummus and carrots. And yeah, he looks like a carrot. I wasn't going to actually tell him that. But the people sometimes struggle, you know, who they are. And this guy was having a, an, I, I don't know if you would call it an identity crisis. He wanted to know, did he, would this outfit make him look like a carrot? And, you know, people struggle with this, with identity. And... There's something very interesting about Yiddishkeit. We have a tremendous, tremendous focus on Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, on the exodus of the Jewish people. We know it was the birth, it was considered the birth of the Jewish people. Chazal compared the Jewish people in Egypt like a fetus in the womb, like a baby in the womb, and then we emerged, we emerged as a child when we left as the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the nation, the Jewish nation was birthed. And... Also, just on that point, you know, we could say, hey, well, why did we need to go? People ask, why did we need to go to Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Why did we need to go there? And, you know, you can't skip that step. You need the womb. You need to get the nutrients and from, from the mother. And in this case, our mother was, was, so to speak, Egypt. And we had to gain those nutrients. We had to see and feel what it was like to be a servant. And we had to feel what it was like to be oppressed. And, and we, we had to experience all of that until we could finally be birthed and then and then experience the world and become the greatest possible beings that we that that we can and one of the focuses of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Zecher Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is it's listed not once not twice not four times but three times you saw what I just did there right three times in Parsha's bow the Torah mentions um, the words be'etzem hayomazeh in relation, in connection, in conjunction with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Be'etzem hayom hazeh. At, at the, the 
בעצם היום הזה. What does it mean בעצם? עצם is the עצמיאס. So homiletically, בדרך דרוש, the Torah is trying to tell us something, and that is the whole notion, the whole idea of יציאס מצרים, of the Exodus, is a focus on בעצם היום הזה. It's a focus on the עצמיאס. It's a focus on the inner self. It's a focus on becoming bigger, becoming better, becoming more holier, becoming something bigger. Um, it's it, it changing a little bit each day, growing a bit each day in our lives. Be'etzem hayoyim hazeh. Zichiras Mitzias Mitzrayim is about reminding us to realize and focus on our atzmiyos, on our essence, on our true selves. And the question is, what is our true selves? You know, people often talk about the claim to fame. I was recently talking to a non-Jew, and he was explaining to me he works at the local Jewish hospital called Sinai Hospital here in Baltimore, Maryland. And he said that Wow, they make a he went to he he stopped by the little kosher kitchen there and he got a chicken sandwich. He's like, "Wow, they make a good kosher chicken sandwich." I'm like thinking like, "Yeah, good kosher chicken sandwich." Like, "Yeah, that's the Jewish people's claim to fame." Yeah, no. I mean, we might make a good chicken sandwich, but by no means is that our claim to fame. We have a much greater claim to fame. What's the What's our atmius? What's at our core? What's our claim to fame? And, and that is, we have a close relationship with Hashem. We have a direct connection with Hashem. You know, I wasn't planning on saying this, but it just came to my mind right now that Ben Yishchai says, you know, you can't see me right now because I'm either in your ear or on your in your car or wherever you're listening, your nucky radio, wherever you're listening right now. Um, but if you could just focus on, look at your hand for a moment. I want you to see something. You'll notice that your pinky and all the fingers, not including the thumb, they have three sets of knuckles. The thumb is different. The thumb has a mere two knuckles. And the Benish Chai says something absolutely astounding. He says the Jewish people are compared to the thumb. The non-Jewish people, the nations of the world, they are represented by the other four fingers. The other four fingers, the pinky to the poindexter, what, not poindexter, poindexter, when I used to take guitar lessons years ago, my guitar teacher, uh, David Cohn, he had a dog named poindexter. Um, but I meant the pointer finger, not the poindexter, because that doesn't make any sense. So those four Four fingers have three knuckles each, and that's representing the nations of the world. What happens when you have the number three? You have the nations, then you have the mediary, the intermediary between those nations and God, and then you have God. So there's not a direct connection that they have with God. The nations of the world use their sar, their unique intermediary. But the Jewish people are likened to the thumb, and that's also why the thumb is off to the side, because badad yeshev, we're, we're a nation, we're unique, we're different, we're, we're on the side, we're the thumbs-up nation, yeah? And the thumb has two knuckles, and it represents us and Hashem. There is no middle man. There is no intermediary. It's just us and Hashem. Our claim to fame is, I shouldn't say our claim, one of our claims to fame is that we have a direct connection with Hashem's no ifs, ands, or buts, no intermediaries, nothing stopping us along the way. And that's, you know, why a lot of things in Yiddishkeit are beautiful. The learning, we're talking 
to Hashem, or where when we're davening, Hashem is talking. Actually, it's the opposite. When we daven, you know, they point out uh, we are talking to Hashem, and when we learn, Hashem is talking to us. There's this direct communication. There's this direct relationship. And on the topic, by the way, of tefillah, it's just coming into my mind. I was recently at a shul, and I noticed they had like a little card, and on the card, it was trying to promote um, no no phones in shul. And I'm all for that. I you know I I think that. There is a time and place for everything, and having a phone in shul might not be the right time. But one of the things that this card was saying was that how it's a disgrace to come to shul to use the phone, and that is a very dangerous. That is a very dangerous statement because it's if you are coming to shul, there's nothing more beautiful than that. So yes, should you leave your phone in the car? Should you leave it in your pocket? Should you turn it off? Yes, yes, and yes. But you can't say it's a it's a disgrace to come to shul. The fact that you woke up, the fact that you came out of your way and are going to shul, there's something holy in that. There's something beautiful in that. And I think that if we want to start affecting change and, and making more people not use their phone in shul, I don't think the answer, again, this is my humble opinion, I don't think the answer is to necessarily put out these cards and say, oh, it's a disgraceful and, and this rabbi says it's forbidden and this and that. And how about put a card on the table instead of writing all those quote unquote negative statements write on the card davening is beautiful it's our time to have a direct connection with Hashem it's you and Hashem conversing one-on-one. And I think if we do that over time, people will start leaving their phones away. They'll turn them off more because we're focusing on the positive. We're focusing on the joy. We're focusing on the relationship um, and, not, and, not, and, and, not getting, and not getting too nitty-gritty. That's my personal opinion. I'd be glad to hear your thoughts. Feel free to email me, oristrum at torahsparks.com. Um, you could WhatsApp me, 443 uh, Whatever, I'd love to hear your thoughts as, as well. But on this topic of living with joy, having a direct connection with Hashem, you know, we often think of... Um, you know, at least growing up, this is how I was taught the story of the Yetzirah Mitzrayim, how Hashem saw the blood. He saw the blood, right, by Makas Bechorus, by the last plague, and he saw all the houses that had blood on it, and he skipped over it, and he saved the Jews, right? But if you look very closely, Rashi says something absolutely astounding. He says, I have placed my eyes liros to see that you are engaged in my commandments and I will skip over you. It's not shot that Hashem saw the blood it's pshat that Hashem saw the Jewish people asukim b'mitzvasi. He saw them involved in the mitzvah of putting the blood on the doorpost. And there's, this is a crucial um, Rashi because I think it's something, no pun intended, that we often skip over. We're often poseach over over this Rashi. And the focus over here, when when the Torah says in twelve thirteen, that's parak yud beis pasuk. Yud Gimel, it says, I saw the blood, and I will skip over you. Rashi says, I saw that you, I will see that you are involved, that you are osik, that you are busy, that you are excited and passionate and fulfilling my mitzvahs. 
that's what Hashem saw, and that's what targeted him, and that's what allowed for him to skip over the Jewish people, thus saving them. And on that idea, it's not a coincidence the Torah says, I saw the blood. You know, it could mean that he saw the blood, he saw the mitzvah of blood, but it's a little bit deeper than that, I think. And that is, we know in Yahados and Yiddishkeit, the, the idea of blood represents passion. That's why if somebody was born in the in a certain mazel, um, where, you know, of, he, people can think, oh my gosh, this person's going to be a murderer. It's going to be, he's going to be bad. What is the blood, right? You see blood in the vision, in the dream. You see, oh my gosh, this person might be a murderer. Yeah, that, that could be one way. It could be shedding blood, but there's another idea of dam, and that is passion. That's liveliness. That's excitedness. So perhaps the Torah is telling us, the ra'isiyas adam. Hashem is saying, you know what's going to make you stand out over them? You know what's going to be your claim to fame besides for your direct connection with me? You know what's going to make you stand out? When I see your dam, when I see your, I don't know if the word is zitzfleisch, I don't speak Yiddish, but when I see your dam, when I see your passion, when I see your excitedness, when I see your asukim b'mitzvasi, when I see you're excited to daven, when I see you're excited to learn, when I see you're excited to take care of your, to take care of your family, when I see you're excited to do mitzvahs, when I see you're excited to give tzedakah, chesed, all of the above. When I see you're excited and passionate about this stuff, ah, that's what separates you. That's your claim to fame. You're living beyond, beyond. You're living above and beyond. You're living so holy and so pure. And that's the bracha that that we want to leave off with in this week's parsha, parsha's bow. And that's that idea of veraisi Saddam, That there's all there's areas in our lives in our Yiddishkeit that we can all improve and and become more excited about. And take small steps. It's it's not easy. You can't you can't do it all at once. You know, just pick something. Pick one thing um, during during these weeks. Pick one thing that you want to work on. That you want to be a little bit excited, um, a little bit more excited and passionate about your Yiddishkeit in this particular area. And you fill in the blank. And in hopefully Hashem will see that and we'll be distinguished from the from the, from the other people. We'll be set aside. Hashem's going to realize. Oh my gosh, look at this people. I'm ready. I'm ready to bring the Mashiach. I'm ready to bring to end the Gullus and and ultimately bring the bring the ultimate redemption. And Yitzchak Mitzrayim, you know, the Gemara talks about if it will be forgotten, lusted Lavo. It's gonna not even it's not even gonna compare to what 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 will be with the ultimate redemption. And Hashem should bench us and continue to give us the insight to become better ourselves and to live with more passion. Thank you so much. You just listened to another episode of the Torah Sparks podcast. If you enjoyed, if you listen, please share, please spread the Holy Sparks. Please rate, please leave a review. If you have a few moments, I would appreciate that. It's always a pleasure. This is very exciting and I wish you much. Hatzlacha. So a random guy came over to me and put down right in front of me on that Thai table 